is Safari the alternative to Googling? Or is it all just like, is that Safari just an end? Like an, an, what is Safari? I don't get it. Uh, Safari is your um, internet search engine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, let's get back Anyways, to talking about you first. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Circles and Spaces. Hey, Dan. How you doing, Azande? I'm doing... <laughs> I'm doing so well. <gasps> this is our last podcast of the year. What? And I got a feeling it could be the best one. It could be the best one. Absolutely. And um, so if you don't know, we actually started this podcast in January. So it's been a solid 12 months of us doing this podcast and we've absolutely enjoyed it. We've been hearing from some youth pastors who have been absolute heroes in sharing their weaknesses, their vulnerabilities, and also some amazing ways to shape like youth ministry. That's right. And for those of you who just joined us for the first time, the reason we do this is because in 2 Corinthians 12 verses 9, uh, Paul says, His grace is sufficient. God's grace is sufficient. His power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ shall rest upon me. And, you know, I just think when it comes to like the power that the world gives, whether it's positional power, presidential power, athletic power, people always boast about their successes. But the kingdom's upside down kingdom. And so we wanted to take some time to boast about our weaknesses and our failures uh, because we want the power of Christ rather than the power of the world. So there we are. That's the first scripture ever ever um, on, the podcast. on the you know, spaces podcast it's not never too late to drop to drop the word of god um but dan so just saying that i would love to know like in the last 12 months is there like a failure or a weakness that has been highlighted more than ever um and i'd love to know like one obviously you know we work together one to do with work and maybe one to do like personally as daniel ashford blythe Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Um, work one. Um, we recorded two amazing podcasts mm -hmm. with uh, some amazing guests. They came all the way in. We recorded it. It's probably like three hours of conversation, and the atmosphere was like electric. The conversation was like flowing. I mean, you were probably the funniest I've ever heard you in a podcast. I don't know. I I don't know where it came from. And, like, and our guests came from like Australia and South Africa, like yeah. the furthest we yeah. could possibly ever, go. Ever. I know. I mean, I was going to suggest that you go into like stand up comedy after, like you. Oh. Uh, you next level. and so I was really excited because it was just going to be like I mean like the goal they shared was amazing but also like you know the actual uh, entertainment factor of it but then um, the mics weren't plugged in so my biggest failure was that not that it's my job but it is my responsibility and I'm not going to pass the blame because I think uh, we're about extreme ownership and if you have to pass the blame on someone then that shows you're not a team so mm. it's on me it's my responsibility my failure two podcasts did not get out this year because of my failure what about you what's yours they lost somewhere um in terms of okay if i have to say like a work one i think i really struggle with um like helping us maybe collaborate better so i would say like that is something that i'm so intentional about going forward in the next year just like always seeing opportunities of collaboration and like actually seeking like collaboration out in everything that we do like it almost needs to be now a culture and not just like oh yeah we should do this you yeah. know um so i think that would be probably my biggest failure for the year but definitely aware of it and working on it nice are you thinking like you know circle spaces collaborates with like nike or adidas or are you thinking maybe just like someone who works across the table at alpha or no like elon musk oh yeah yeah like that kind of energy right. i've got questions for him yeah so Have yeah you put them on twitter 
yeah well i I need to get on twitter first (laughs) and then we'll get them on there but yeah no definitely Uh, just collaboration because i do so much of it externally like outside of work yeah so like it should just be in as well get it in yeah love um what's your personal one dan um well personal failure yeah um, yeah, this is a really good one. This is like really on the spot and I haven't had any time to think about it. Um, I think I do do a lot of things on the fly, like text people like I'm like two years old and can't spell because I'm just yeah. writing you know, so fast, even like predictive text. Even sometimes I write, oh, sorry about my predictive text and I've written, sorry about my predictive sex. To, oh, oh, my, oh and not it's, the predictive it, sex. Yeah, oh, I've done that, so like, <laughs> <laughs> done that so many times. Have you ever times. written alpha, written aloha? Dan, I've lit- I've written al- elephant, aloha, <laughs> so many different, and I'm also dyslexic. So in my head, I'm like predi- predictive text is working against me. It's working <laughs> yes. for me. Yes. I don't know, but it's yeah. a lot. But yeah, Dan, sorry, carry on. So anyway, so yeah, well, that's a great failure. So it was a failure today. Um, we're in here doing mm. podcasts. Everyone's like working for a few hours. It's over lunchtime. I thought yeah. like I'll get everyone in Nando's to say thank you. It's the last one of the year. Yeah. And then I'm doing it on the fly and I put in my delivery address, which was where I was walking on my way here. So yeah. it got dropped off somewhere in the middle of South Kensington. And the guy's on like the phone, Deliveroo. And he's like, where are you? I'm like, where are you? He's like, I'm here. I'm like, oh yeah, because that's where I put in the order. That makes sense. You're on the right. I'm in the wrong i'm gonna to come to you anyway literally i spent half an hour on a Santander bike rock it, cycling around. guys it is like hectically cold outside like mm. i'm not even joking it's freezing i was actually like where is dan is dan okay is he, is yeah. he? now i'm cold and hungry oh we're gonna have, have nando's have after this a message for the guy who stole it well i i mean yeah who stole at, it at the end of the day i don't think <laughs> someone could have stolen it. i'm hoping it was someone who was hungry and we have fed five thousand people absolutely mine i always think i come across very like 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 gentle but i've been notified that i'm quite strong wow and i'm quite um you even said this we did this thing where it tells you um what type of a communicator you are and in my head i i find like i'm very laid back and i'm not really like somebody that um comes forward with a lot but um it's so interesting. A few people have like, they're like, you're the most assertive, most um, like, you know, you say exactly what's on your mind. You're, you're like, you're blunt. And I'm like, no way. So I've learned that um, perhaps my, it's not a failure, but I would love to be like softer because right. I want people to know that I, I, I deeply care, yeah. you know? And I think that is definitely what I, I deeply care. But then like, maybe it comes across as me being like, um, I don't know, quite, I don't know, harsh. And that's just not my intention at all. So uh, I'm working on that. So So they weren't saying it as a positive. They were saying, oh, this is like a weakness. I don't know if they were saying it was a weakness, but I never want, if anybody's like being vulnerable or like coming like with something quite, I don't know, heavy for me to feel insensitive in the moment. So maybe they were saying, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, I'm just very aware of it and it's something I'm working on. So um, everybody keep me accountable. I want to be like softer and like um, just more gentle. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's a strength that you've got friends in your world that can like speak oh, know, yes. openly and honestly. So I love it. That's cool. It's very freeing. All right. Um, let's crack into some highlights of the year. I think so. I'll go first. Go. I was looking through the voice notes that we got sent to us from the different youth leaders from around the globe. Yes. And one of them was from Alicia. Yes. She's your friend, you know. I've never yeah, Alicia's from uh, Pure Heart uh, Youth in Phoenix, Arizona. 
and her voice should be like on a calming app like it, it, it is so smooth it's it's wonderful and that's literally what she sounds like all the time this, this is her introducing herself guys have, have a listen my name is Alyssa Nerger, and I am the youth director at Pure Heart Church in Glendale, Arizona. Do you see what I mean? <laughs> okay, yeah. That, okay. She should be on an app. She could get money for that. She should be on the car map. Some people need to be fired from the car map. Yeah, and and she, she, she should, should replace she should them. Hired. But, um, but the reason she was my highlight is because her, her thing that she's kind of sent in that she said was like mm. one thing. It was her failure, really. Like her talking about her area that she wants to focus on. So let's have a listen to that. My biggest failure in youth ministry um, is probably every time I have assumed something. Like I have assumed that someone knew what I was talking about or I have assumed that this is what they were talking about. So really it comes down to miscommunication. Yeah, so the thing I love about Alicia's point there is that like there's so much that happens in youth ministry, isn't it? Which is just assumption. Like absolutely. Like we assume that young people understand this or that. And we mm. think they've got like a basic understanding of this part of the Bible when really you can't treat them as like even though they're a community, as like the whole community is at the same level, like it's all about communication is what she's saying. Yeah. You've got to meet them where they're at and uh, make sure you like create different spaces for different people so that they actually do understand what you're trying to mm. teach them. And I think even that word assumption for me mm. is like huge for this year. You know, as Massive. we brought out this like open generation study, 25,000 teenagers that we've listened to, but there's a billion teenagers on the planet. You know, yeah. so there's a lot more we haven't listened to than we have. Yes. And it's it's so important that even when we look at patterns and trends, we just always remember within our youth ministry, there's a group of young people which are really unique. Mm. And we just can't um, assume that they're the same as everybody else all around the world. But we need to listen to them so that we can meet them where we're at. 100%. And I think, you know, like with us, um, with Alpha Youth, I think that's the position that we always want to hold. We want it to feel so open that actually any young person at any stage of their faith because I think it, it, one of the things that um, feels really prevalent when you have a faith especially as a young person is that you want to seem as if you've got it like all together and like you know or like your faith is strong but actually for us we really want like a young person to, to come into a space where it's you know orchestrated by alpha youth or youth ministry and they genuinely there is no pretense and there is no like performance and it's like this is where i'm at whether that's i'm you know deconstructing or i'm questioning or i'm in this amazing flow of reading the bible and prayer like that's cool but like where are you you know and and for that never to be like a, there never to be a hesitation for a young person in that space um so no i love that so much shout out to Alicia. I think one of my highlights would have to be Kevin Lee. Do you remember Kevin Lee, Dan? Kevin Lee, as in, lives in Shanghai, China, runs Ethology. Yes. He's a hero. He is phenomenal. I loved how um, he brought us into the understanding of the metaverse, but also gave us like really dynamic both sides of the argument for it um and it just felt really really helpful and like as i said i'm somebody that's like oh the metaverse tell me more don't know much but um why don't we listen to the clip it can be an opportunity to be a blessing but it can absolutely be the same opportunity to be an extreme curse and it's a slavery of never knowing 
how to be accountable, never knowing how to be actually an integrated self, always being fragmented in your identity. I might be able to connect a small piece of myself with somebody, but I'm so complex today and I'm so fragmented and everyone else is so complex and fragmented that there's no way we could ever try to get to know each other and actually like each other for the totality of who we are. So why bother? Why even try? And so we're gonna get further into that as we get into the metaverse. Do you know what? I, I found what he said fascinating because um, I think he's right. I think this generation is, number one, incredibly exposed to so much, so young. So naturally, actually, like um, the way that they're forming is, is, is literally hijacked by like technology and hijacked by like so many public opinions um which you could say no they they're incredibly informed but i also think that there is also the danger of them um almost like losing their innocence like really really early uh but what he was sharing about like this fragmented identity i think is like so key today because all young people say to me is that they just want somebody who's authentic they want somebody who's real somebody who's vulnerable and all of this kind of stuff but when I think about the metaverse I think the metaverse really comes to like attack that a little bit in the sense that it allows us to be one person here, another person there, be anonymous, have multiple like um, aliases. Um, and I'm just like, well, then where's the accountability? Where is the integrity? Where is the consistency? Where is your natural skills and human ability to connect and, and I don't know, like thrive in, in everyday life when we're actually introducing an alternative um like life for you in a sense um because that's what i see the metaverse as and maybe i'm completely wrong and it's and it's not going to feel like that it's going to feel like one thing but just an extension uh but it, i definitely do feel like there is a lot at risk in terms of humanity when i think about the young person growing up yeah i think we've definitely come to a point where as youth leaders we can't be like oh the metaverse yeah that's for someone else not us like mm we can't say that we care about this generation and then say we don't care about the metaverse. It's almost like it's going to be as big as the internet was when we were teenagers. Absolutely. Uh, I'm putting you in the same bracket as me. I don't know how old you were when the teenage... We're like four years apart, Dan, with the same okay, age. Yeah. yeah, so you remember, you know, when it came out, like, didn't <laughs> didn't, you know, you could hear it when it when you're going online. Yeah, yeah like okay, it would connection things would take so long to download beautiful so we we were we were like in our teenage years before the internet was even a thing you know mm. like uh you know waiting you know five minutes for a photo to like line by line appear on your screen do you remember <laughs> oh that? my gosh and the pixels yeah <laughs> it's yeah. brilliant yeah. yeah i mean what it was, was just i think searching things and something coming up i think do you know don't don't you think like yeah like the thought of like not just relying on your parents to tell you things and you're like no actually dad that's not true yeah, or something yeah. i think searching for things that you're thinking about was probably the biggest revolution to me yeah and that was our producer jordan calling out just in case you thought god's asking us a question mid <laughs> midway through our, <laughs> if our you podcast. heard the voice of it, morgan freeman aka yeah. jordan dean it wouldn't have happened without him do you know when i was about 14 it was like for Google search engines, it was either Google or it was um, Ask Jeeves. There was this thing called Ask Jeeves. There was and, Ask uh, Jeeves. And everyone's like, oh, which one do you use? I'm like, Ask Jeeves. I just, I was, I was an Ask Jeeves person. Do you I remember thought, Bing? Was that later? Yeah, yeah, I think that was a bit but later. What, yeah. what did Bing do? Are they still around? Why do you forget about Yahoo? <gasps> oh, yeah. Yahoo! Yeah. <laughs> 
Yahoo. Yeah. But now they've all gone apart from Google. And Google, even if you search something not on Google, you still call it Googling it because the name became so big that it's become part Absolutely. of our everyday dictionary. Is Safari the alternative to Googling? Or is it all just like, is that Safari just an end? Like an, an, what is Safari? I don't get it. Uh, Safari is your uh, um, internet search engine <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. anyway let's get back Anyways, to talking about youth ministry because um, what we was what we were talking about was um, how for this generation mm. the metaverse is going to be like the internet was for us yes. and so the youth leaders that were leading us made sure they understood the internet so that they could help us with mm. navigating some of the stuff and I think it's important for us as youth leaders that we are prepared so we can help them navigate the metaverse in the years to come yeah, I feel as if we've got just so much work to do around understanding ourselves. Um, but yeah, I think they're going to like do circles around us in terms of like the metaverse. And I think you're right. I think we need to be preparing ourselves. Um, yeah, amazing. Let's go on to the next highlight. Um, for me, this was probably like my main highlight of the whole year, uh, you know, outside the podcast as well. It was the Circles and Spaces <gasps> live gathering that we did. For those of you who weren't aware, we, um, we met, in South Kensington, London, we had about, I don't know, I think it was about 200 youth leaders from around the globe. Um, yeah, was it like two, two, two ten, something. 210? <laughs> two, two, 201. I love it. Don't forget the, the 10 or the one. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but um, it really wasn't about like how many were there. Like the idea with circles and spaces, we, like it doesn't need to grow numerically. It's, oh, no. it's more just as long as it is a blessing and it's helping the people that are part of the community. And right. so it, I love the just hearing from different youth leaders from around the globe as they gathered. And it yeah. wasn't about the content that was shared even on the platform. It was about the content that was shared together. You know, some of the youth leaders shared some um, of their like biggest failures and weaknesses in youth ministry, which we cannot repeat. In in this podcast because no. um some of them were like super funny and just like too far way too far you know it was almost like i was asking the question and then they're telling me and i'm like oh i i, I don't know I, I should checked. be smiling <laughs> should i be looking annoyed right now <laughs> yeah. no but this is what i love about it it was genuinely like that space where people could actually just say whatever yeah. and be like okay cool and that's what the whole plan was right yeah. so i think i mean i had a few highlights from the day like um when nikki gumble had that um chat with david kidderman from barna just about yeah. Yeah. You know, it's almost like David Kidman was talking about stats and Nikki Gummer was talking about stories and just the two paired really well. Uh, and then we had the youth couch, didn't we? Yes. Uh, like we had inflatable couches and unfortunately they popped because <gasps> the shots fired by the young people were so intense. Well, no, I'm yes, I'm correct. That's a joke. Because that day's looking at me like, really? They they popped the couch? No, they didn't. No. Sorry. Sorry. That was, was, a bad, that was like a dad joke. That was a it? real dad joke. Like oh, we went there. Gosh. Let's come back come back i'm such a such a dad that i don't even realize when i'm telling a dad joke mm. yeah um but we'll keep it in the podcast zach's also laughing <laughs> yeah so i've got a 19 year old no zach's laughing, laughing at you are, are you laughing at the joke or laughing at the fact oh, okay that's so good don't hold back tell me the truth it's okay i can handle it Right, well, yes, let's play the clip of yes. a young person firing some shots at some youth leaders and don't worry, no couches got burst <laughs> in the making of this audible clip. I think for me, I'd say to youth leaders and pastors, just stop trying too hard to be cool. Like, <laughs> like come on, I want to tell you right now. There it is. <laughs> like, you're 30 years old, you're not 14, oh. all right? I'm, someone had to say it. No, nah, but on a serious note, I think a lot of um, youth leaders and pastors try so hard to do what they think is cool. Um, but at the end of the day, the youth ministry is not for you. And something I've found is we've just sat and talked to our young people and said, 
hey, like, is this music that's playing, do you think it's cool? You know what I mean? Some of them are like, nah, this song was cool like two months ago. You know what I mean? So we like started getting input a lot from our young people and not just saying, oh yeah, yeah, you can, you have a voice, but they're not actually like acting on it. But at the end of the day, I'm 20 now. I'm old compared to some of the young people um, here. I'm not old to a lot of the people here, I can see. But um, I can. But in my youth ministry, I'm old. And I'm not, I'm not making a youth ministry for me. I'm making a youth ministry for your know, 13 to 18-year-olds. So I need to, you know, find out what's cool with them, not like doing what's for me. So I say stop trying too hard and just ask young people what they want. I love Max. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't hold back. No, no, he doesn't. What was your takeaway? Why was it your highlight? I, I think I think it's a highlight because it's for me. I think if I was a youth pastor, I'd be like, Whew. like thank goodness, you know, because what he's ultimately saying is that, like, if you just listen to us and you know invite us into like what these nights can look like, we'll we'll help you create it. Yeah. And that's all we ever want. Even with circles and spaces, we're like, great, we'll hear from some specialists. And then actually he said, no, the youth couch was actually the specialist couch, which I loved. Um, But And then we listened to young people as well. And I think that's all we ever want to do. We always want to create an environment where we're inviting the voice of the young persons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I think, you know, especially as we think about 2023, we've got to move away from this like pressure to be cool, um, you know, super relevant. Like all we need to do is try and make what we're doing like accessible and understandable for this next generation mm. and they can choose whether they want it or not whether they want to engage or not but yeah i think what max was saying like just listen to them and then you mm. create it for them like if i was i don't know creating something for my son who's four it'd be different for me creating something for like zach who's with us who's 19 years old right and i think if we just keep creating everything for who our young people are from listening i think that's i think that's great and i think that's a great Great note to end up our yearly podcast. Ooh. Oh no, it's not a yearly podcast. It's a monthly podcast. But it's a it's monthly, yeah. End of year podcast. End of year highlights only. Yes, yes. This has been end of year roundup. End of year roundup. Thank, Thank you, Jordan. Jordan. Can you? No, can Jordan, you do, we no, love you need it. To be in it. And can when you say roundup, can Azande like have a cowboy hat on and a? Yeah, I want all of like, I want like all of the bells and whistles. Yeah. <laughs> Zach agrees. Can you say yeehaw? Yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs> End of year roundup. Um, anything you want to say, Dan, as um, we exit? Yeah, I just want to say like... And at, never to return. At the beginning of the year, we did ask for a lot of youth leaders to send in their voice notes of what they want to be covered this year. Yeah. As I was going through them today, I'm fully aware that we did not cover a lot of topics. So we will add them to the list for 2023. We will. And we will also want you to DM us, voice note us, what you think needs to be covered in 2023 when it comes to us helping leading youth leaders and youth directors and youth ministry. And also, if you haven't heard, Circles and Spaces is going to be live on May 1st and 2nd in London. So just so you know, you guys are fully invited because we'd love to see you there. Guys, what's one encouragement that you'd give to like all youth leaders listening? Mm. So my, my one encouragement would be um, please celebrate everything that you've put your hands to this year. Um, I think I've like looked back and been like whoa that was really good like even this podcast I'm like damn this was really fun like you know um and I just want to say that like you know well done um like you get to go again next year um and that's pretty exciting love that 
my one encouragement would be um yeah i think what you said was good like about celebration like i remember someone saying to me what gets celebrated gets replicated uh i know it's so cliche here we go so one cheesy. last one hey. last nugget <laughs> before we leave well it helps you remember when it rhymes but anyway it's just the point is is like taking time to to pause to celebrate you know the little things the, the, the things that you want to see next year so i think yeah my one point would be do your, as Andy said, celebrate. Have a great Christmas. Oh, See Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Here's to 2023. We can't wait to be together in 2023. Yeah, take care. See ya.